Hello friends. Welcome to Thinker Views Podcasts where we share our book reviews with you. Children's books are all-time favorite genre for us here at Thinker Views. Writing imaginative stories for young minds that also provide education, entertainment, information is a tricky treat to make and we are always exploring for new authors and adventures in this arena. Recently, we have come across the Bright Storm series by author Veshti Hardy that features young twins who live in a world full of adventures and explorations. We read the first 3 books of this series and we have shared our thoughts and reviews with you on thinkabuse.com as well as this audio podcast platform. The first 3 books in the series featuring The Bright Storm Twins are called Bright Storm, Dark Whispers, and Fire Song. And there is also a fourth book of the series which we are going to discuss today. It's called Serpents of the Sands. So let us take a look at this paperback copy of The Serpents of the Sands. The cover page of this book is designed to convey the adventurous spirit of the book. In bright colors that will appeal to young readers, this book continues the joyous theme of the series and its life-affirming adventurous spirit. The creature on the cover page is imaginably a sand serpent, a majestic creature that is reminiscent of giant serpents and dragons. dominates the scene while the sand dunes in the background build up an unending desert facing the serpent is a figure of a young adventurer it is an attractive cover page that will catch an eye of any browser as well as fans of the series let's take a look at the storyline now It has been many months since Princess Genzore, known as Gen, came home to Citadel after her adventures with the Bright to- Storm Twins on the Aurora. Gen became part of the group that is actively seeking the eight super sapiens mentioned in the Earthbear Gaia song, which was featured in book Fire Song. And to that end, Gen is looking for the sand serpent mentioned in the fables told to the children of Nedvarin. The mythical serpent guards a healing garden with a cactus that can cure any disease. Unfortunately, so far, she has not seen any positive outcome from her searches. Meanwhile, the activities and protests against sapiens animals are gathering momentum and the latest deposition from Lone Town comes knocking on the doors of the citadel with representatives of HEC while Gen reluctantly embraces her duties as a princess during such visits it is not long after that visit her uncle Bedzorig informs her that Timur Gen's other foster father is gravely ill. And so, 
then embarks on a journey to discover the healing serpent on her sky ship, Sky Archer. On the way there though, she meets an unexpected stranger, a boy called Thorn, who over time becomes her only companion and friend on this journey. Together, they head for the House of Chine and then on to an invisible island. But there are quite a few surprises waiting for Gan. She meets a super sapient tiger that actually likes to control and capture humans. She finds that her friend has been hiding secrets from her and the, by, by the time she makes it back to the citadel, it appears that her home has been invaded and lost. What will happen to Gen in her homeland? And did she ever find the Serpent of the Sands? You may find the answers by reading the book. And let's discuss our thoughts and views and review of the book now. This book continues the adventurous spirit of the series, but as you can see, it also veers off a little from the trilogy in terms of the characters and moves the spotlight from the Brightstone twin to Genzoric. This actually works beautifully as the trilogy appeared to come to a natural stopping place at end of book 3 as the twins took on different paths and decided to explore different aspects of their personalities. While they are still actively busy with the Alliance of the Eight, we get to see more of the adventurous princess who loves to travel and would rather see the world than run a queendom. The book is enjoyable in terms of setting also as we explore the citadel, Nedwarin, the floating city, the house of chimes and the crystal island. So author continues to build the world of the wide as we explore previously the South Polaris, the Volcanic Norse and the world of Arethia. This time we have a very different landscape. As headed Culpepper made her skyship to run on water as clean fuel, Gen's aunt is making use of magnetic technology to make it possible to live and travel through the vast sandscapes. So we also have that thread of promoting clean technology and sustainability. And this book also extends the themes of the environmental conflicts and the increasing divide between various groups in the wide where it comes to animals, especially sapiens. This book introduces more of the grey notes. There are good people doing some bad things, for example, Thorn starts his journey from the HSC point of view about sapiens and eventually sees that not every human is truthful and not every animal is thinking of harming humans. And so the author continues to give us a story that talks about the world that needs to have a balance between humans and other species 
that we need to take care of our surroundings and live our lives in a sustainable way so we can all have future homes. And through Gen, she also shows us that it is okay to have dreams of being home and away. We don't have to follow just one path in life. But in fact, we can follow all our passions and love all our friends and family no matter how far they are. Like the Bright Storm Trilogy, this book is also available in an excellent audiobook format through Bolinda Borobaks and will make a good listening experience for those who love audiobooks and find it easier to pursue this type of adventurous series when narrated by somebody on the audiobook platform. The series still has a lot of potential and it will be interesting to see if there is an installment 5 coming from the author based in the worlds of the wide. So in summary, it is a book taking us on another adventurous journey of a new young explorer looking for a healing cactus and the mythical beast of the children's stories and finding friendship and a lot more on the way. Tinkerview's rating for the series is at around 7.5 out of 10. Please let us know if you have enjoyed the adventures of Bradstorm twins and their friends and how are you enjoying the reviews. Please also let us know if there are any other adventure series that you enjoyed reading and would like us to read and review here at Think Abuse platform. Please subscribe to the channel, hit the like buttons and until the next time, thank you for listening.